Hello, sports fans. Thank you for joining me here on Sportsbox today. I am your host, Jude, as always. And today, with obviously the NFL draft being less than a week away, I thought I'd put out my final uh, mock draft. Obviously, I haven't done a one before, but you know, I thought I would just do my first installment of one. Anyway, we're just going to get right into it. I do want to say before getting into this mock draft, I do not actually have any trades, so I didn't really like have any teams trade with each other. Obviously, I do imagine there will be trades in the first 10 picks, which I'll be reviewing today, but for now, I will not. Um, I will mention possibly teams that could trade, but uh, for now, just every team has its same pick. So starting with the first overall pick, the Bengals are on the clock, and they've been on the clock for the past about three months. So they've uh, they've had a lot of time to decide, and I think it's I think the consensus is they're going to go with Joe Burrow. I mean, look, Joe Burrow is a phenomenal quarterback. Uh, he led his team to a national championship, also a 15-0 season, threw for over 5,500 yards, had 60 touchdowns, six interceptions, and had a quarterback rating of 202. I mean, it, it, <laughs> there's not much need to explain. Honestly, the... Um, the Bengals just need their, like a system quarterback, a good pocket passer who's really going to just like, you know, he'll be that guy for a while. Now, look, I don't know if Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in this draft. Personally, I like Herbert. I think Herbert is the best quarterback in this draft. Um, but look, he, Joe Burrow is still a great quarterback. He has a great arm. Um, he, he's, he's kind of the perfect quarterback that you want for a uh, franchise. So, so I, Joe Burrow is number one. With second overall pick, the Redskins do own that pick. And I'm going with Chase Young. And I also think this is a pretty obvious pick. But, I mean, the more I read into Chase Young, the more I love him as a player. I mean, he is 6'5", 264, all pure muscle. He has a wingspan of about a 6'7 person. So that's 80 inches. I mean, he's an absolute freak of nature. I mean, he's, he's amazing. And the stats... It also show how amazing he is. I mean, he records 16.5 sacks, 21 tackles for loss, and seven forced fumbles. I mean, the guy can he, – he's, he's versatile. He can get past offensive linemen. And look, the thing is, I mean, he's – now, he didn't do a lot of the combine stuff, so it's really hard to say what he's really like his speed is looking at right now because it would have been really helpful if he ran the 40. Um but, I mean, you, you could watch the tape on this guy. It's inevitable that he's fast. I mean, he can get around offensive linemen in about three seconds. I mean, there's a play that – if there was a play that Khalil Mack did where he absolutely just bulldozed it, um, an offensive lineman, that's what I'm expecting from Chase Young this season. I think he's an, he's an instant starter. and He's going to make an instant pack um, on in week one. With the third overall pick, I have the Detroit Lions taking Jeffrey Okuda. Now, cornerback uh, oh, uh, out of Ohio State. I am 100% sure this is definitely getting trade to either the Chargers or the Dolphins. Um, I'm gonna, I'll talk about who I think will probably trade, but for now, I do believe this pick will be traded. I think the Lions can still get Jeffrey Kuda at 5 or 6, so they, I don't see the reason they wouldn't want to trade down. Um, but Jeffrey Kuda, they, they are in need of some secondary help. I mean, they were dead last in pass yards allowed uh, last year. And, I mean, they, they just lost their star corner, Darius Slay, which, I mean, made sense why they traded him. But still, they lost that star corner. Um, and, I mean, look, Jeffrey Kuda, he's big and he's fast. I mean, that his that's really what separates him from a lot of the corners this year. He plays like a big corner. He's 6'1". Now, there's other 6'1 corners in this draft, but he truly plays bigger than his height. I mean, he is a... He can he's a he could play with the bigger receivers. He also could play with those fast guys like a Tyree Kill or uh, like a Debo Samuel. Those fast guys, but he also could play against like a DK Metcalf or Julio Jones, players like that. So he can really get it done on uh, both sides 
you know, both sides of the receivers. Um, obviously, like I said, the secondary needs help. Uh, they did get uh, Desmond Trufant, who should help a little. But honestly, I mean, you, you, you need more help, right? And Jeffrey Kudas can be that guy. With the fourth overall pick, now a lot of people have the Giants taking an offensive lineman. I Personally, I just think that there's too many good offensive linemen for them that they could take one in the second round or if they want to trade back to the first, late first to get one. I've been taking Isaiah Simmons. And I think this is, I think they have to take Isaiah Simmons. Look, Isaiah Simmons can do it all. I mean, he, he had 16.5 tackles for a loss. He had eight sacks, three interceptions, and two forced fumbles. I mean, he could play safety, but he also could play defensive end. I mean, he could really do everything on the field. Um, and that's what the Giants need. They've needed a playmaker for a while now. They're, they're building the defense a little. Obviously, they had got some pieces. They got like Jabril Peppers. They got a few other guys who have, you know, sort of made an impact. But they really need that next guy to like, you know, make that huge impact on this defense. And this is the perfect guy to do it. I love Isaiah Simmons. I think the Giants are going to have a field day with this guy. Um, with the fifth overall pick now, obviously, this is where I'm going to get into it. So I have the Dolphins taking Justin Herbert. Now, I do think that the Dolphins might try to trade to the third just to be safe if the Chargers try to trade. Because <clears throat> if whoever the Dolphins take, uh, the, Dolph, uh, the, uh, the Chargers are going to be stuck with kind of the leftovers. Now, I'm not saying the leftovers are bad. I think Tua and Justin Herbert are great, but they're going to have to deal with probably Tua. I think both teams want Herbert. So the Chargers are going to try to make a push for that third. I just think at the end of the day, the Dolphins have more picks. They can make a better push, and they're going to get that third overall pick. So that's why I'm taking – that's why they're going to get Justin Herbert. I think just – and personally, this is why I said earlier. I think Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in this draft. I mean, he has great form, great technique. He's 6'6". He's a big guy. But at the same time, he's very mobile. He's able to get out of the pocket, make deep throws, has a great ball, has a great deep ball accuracy. I mean, he's everything you want in a quarterback. And in Miami, I mean, they need another, they need a franchise quarterback there. They've been wanting one for a while. They thought Tannenhill was the option. Obviously, he went to the Titans and had his success. But, you know, they need one. With the sixth overall pick, I have the Chargers taking Tua. Tua Tagalovar, I should say. Quarterback out of Alabama. Now, like I said, this is kind of the leftover picks. Now, I'm not saying two is bad. I, I do want to say that. I, I have high praise for two, and I think he is. A, he's he's probably the most special quarterback in this draft because he's not that tall, and he's uh and he's a left hand quarterback, which we don't we haven't really seen a lot in the NFL for a long time to come. But um, but still, he's he has a great deep ball accuracy. He can throw. Now, obviously, the big concern, and it's been the concern around the league with lots of NFL scouts and uh, GMs, is the injuries. Um, Tua, you know, he's, he's, he's struggled with injuries throughout his college career, and obviously this one, uh, this one last year was very significant, his hip injury. Obviously, he's come back very well. A lot of people didn't think he was even going to be able to come back and play football ever again, but look, he's into the draft. But I do think that that is going to be a concern, and look, I... I I don't see him slipping past six. It, it would be hard for me, but if he doesn't get picked by the Chargers, he's going to fall significantly. And I mean, a team that could honestly get him is the Patriots. If they if they see Tua start to fall, maybe they trade up and say, you know, we get Tua, and, we, and then we have a, the successor to Tom Brady. Personally, I don't think he'll fall. I think the Chargers are going to be smart and take their quarterback that they need for the future. At seven, this is a pretty easy pick. The Panthers are going to take Derek Brown. I mean, they, they've they've... They lost McCoy and Poe in the offseason, both to the Cowboys, actually. Um, he was phenomenal at Auburn. He's a good run stopper. He's big. He's physical. He uses his hands well to get past offensive linemen. I, I, I don't really need to explain more. I mean, he's 
he doesn't get the sacks, but you know what? That doesn't really matter when you're an interior rusher. You care about you know quarterback pressures, which he got a lot of, and that's why he's going to need, especially in a division with Jewel Breeze, Matt Ryan, and obviously now of Tom Brady. So he's going to really have to make an impact there. With the eighth overall pick, I have the Cardinals taking Jedrick Willis, um, offensive lineman out of Auburn. I mean Alabama. My bad. Um, he's a big physical right tackle. Now the, here's the thing: a lot of people have Tristan Wirfs going earlier than. Look, I, I like Tristan Wirfs. I do think he's going to fall a little. I could possibly see him going in the Buccaneers. The only reason why I like Jed, Jed, Jed Rick Willis is because he's a big physical right tackle, which the Cardinals are in desperate need of right tackle. And he doesn't really care. He's going to play dirty. He's going he's gonna to do what he has to do for the team to win. And that's I think that's what the Cardinals really need to look at, who they want. They want winners on their team. I'm not saying Wirfs is not a winner. I just like Jared Willis after reading a lot about him. Look, he's a he's big. I, he's not big. He's obviously not the biggest. He's only six five, but I mean, he's still physical and he's one of the best uh, right tackles in the draft this year. So that's why they're. I, I think they should take him. With the ninth overall pick, th now this is an interesting one. Um, obviously, I really like the offensive lineman in this draft, but I personally think uh, the Jaguars are going to take C.J. Henderson, quarterback out of Florida. Now, here's the reason why. Look, the. Um, Obviously, you know, look, the uh, the Jaguars could get an offensive lineman because they still have the 20th pick. And I've and I've actually I've been talking to a friend who said maybe they trade up to maybe with the Broncos because the Broncos could trade back. But we'll get into that later. But anyway, um, look, I, I, I personally think that C.J. Henderson is where they have to go. Look, they lost A.J. Boye and they lost Jalen Ramsey this season, the, the two best corners that they've had for a long time. They need a replacement. Look, C.J. Henderson is not a Jeffrey Okuda. He's he he's he's still six one, but he doesn't play as big as Jeffrey Okuda. He's still very explosive, has great play recognition. Look, seen him from the combine and obviously his film. He can read a quarterback's eyes in about two seconds. I really do think the Jaguars need a playmaker on defense before offense and also defensive line. I don't know if they should go defensive line. Look, I know you lost Calais Campbell, but at the same time, the secondary is complete garbage right now they need some sort of help back there and cj anderson is the way and with the 10th overall pick i have the cleveland browns selecting makai becton and i mean i love everything about this guy he is like a chase young pick he is the complete package which you need in an offensive lineman he is going to be that next joe thomas for them look he's a big physical guy he's 6 7 364 and what baker needs protection he was sacked 40 times last year i mean that's just insane onto itself uh, but they definitely need protection, so that's why they're going to go with Makai Brechton. Now, here's the thing a lot of scouts have concerned. His weight, he is 364. I'm not too concerned about it. Honestly, I would think that, you know, he, he's obviously going to try to lose it. He's, he's He wants to be a top 10 pick. I don't think the weight is going to slip him in this draft, but we'll have to see. Maybe it will. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And I will be coming out with part two, which is uh, picks 11 through 20, 21. And that will be on uh, Sunday. So thank you guys so much for joining me. And as always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off. Peace.